Welcome to the Creation of Living podcast. I'm your host, Heather Nichols, and I'm delighted you're here. Join me for conversations and inspirations for creating way more in every area of your life and living. Welcome, everybody, to the Creation of Living podcast. I'm here this week with the amazing and lovely Amy Shine. Um, Amy is an access consciousness facilitator. Um, she's a three-day body class facilitator, uh, talk to the entities facilitator, a right recovery for you facilitator, <laughs> and, um, and also facilitates a lot of movement um, and just a really amazing person all around. Thank you so much, Amy, for being here. <laughs> oh, thank you for the lovely introduction. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. So we, we were just, before we got on, we were like, let's just talk about bodies and movement. And oh my gosh, like we both actually, well, you know, it just popped for me too. Is like, we both love bodies and we both love our bodies, which isn't always a thing, you know? Um, <laughs> Really so yeah, let's, let's look at that for a second. First of all, yeah. I just want to say it's really funny because your your podcast is called Creation of Living. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, you can't can you actually like how many people like don't like their bodies? And how do you even create like living as a joyful thing if you don't even enjoy your body? Exactly. If you didn't have a body, you wouldn't be living. Yeah. Well, it's funny because creation of living is also a class that I do. It's a, it's like a three-day class that I do. And it's, there's a huge focus on bodies in that class and like hedonism and pleasure and, you know, like getting more in touch with your body and we do movement and we go out into the world and we like, and just play with creation of all kinds of different aspects of life in a way like, and it, but including your body and the pleasure of it. So yeah, yes. and it's like if you didn't have a body, you wouldn't have any of that. You wouldn't, you wouldn't require any of that. Exactly, exactly. And Talk it's like, more about that. But, well, <laughs> it's always been kind of weird to me. Like, I, I just, I guess, I guess I always was like, I don't know, it was weird. I guess I always knew there was a gift to having a body. Like, mm -hmm. I guess I always was like, no, my body is, my body is the key. Like, my body is the, like, the thing here, you know, and. I always found it really interesting, like the amount of people who like struggled so much with their bodies. Mm. And it was interesting to um, even watch growing up. Like I even had that moment where I started inventing judgments with my body because I knew I needed to, to fit in. Like wow. I remember that moment where it was like, I think I was about nine or 10 um, years old. And there was like a bunch of girls. I remember even us where we were standing down at the bridge, the bridge in Mallow. And there was a bunch of girls around me at the time. And they were like, all like, they all had the thing that they were judging about their bodies, whichever, whatever it was like their, their boobs or their lack of boobs or their legs or whatever. And mm -hmm. I remember looking at my body going, Oh God, what, what, what do I have? And I remember looking down, I remember at the time being like, oh, I have a little bit of a pot, pot belly. You know? <laughs> I, didn't. I had like a total flat belly, but I was like, yeah, I don't like my belly. And I invented the judgment that day because it was like, wow. I, need, I have something here to fit in. Wow. That's amazing. I mean, that, and, you know, that's that kind of, to me, that really ties into, I've been having a lot of um, X-Men conversations the past, I just finished a six day 
celebration of difference. It was like a free um, video series on talking about X-Men and people that are different and people that function differently than the rest of the world. And that's one of the things about X-Men is that they don't, they don't inherently like have judgment as a reality um, or like know how to judge, but we perceive it dynamically. And then by perceiving it, we learn how to do it. And we look around the world. Like one of the things I talked about is how we look around the world and we were like, oh, okay. Well, I guess it's just like, like you did where you were like, oh, I'm supposed to have a judgment in my body. I didn't know that. Okay. Let me make one up. <laughs> let me find one. I remember at the time Britney Spears had, you know, hit me baby one more time was her first song that was out and she had the cute belly top and the skirt. And I remember just being like, oh my God, her body is amazing. Like being so inspired by her. And then I think, cause she had like the midriff, I was like, oh, my belly's not like hers. So I'll create the judgment here to fit in with this group of girl friends or whatever. But you know what the interesting thing was Heather was to, I, I know this now because of access thanks to access and the tools of access that gives you so much more awareness. But what I realized was it wasn't mine. I had to invent that judgment to fit in, but how intense I made that judgment from that point until I would say like my early twenties. Wow. And like I, so then my stomach became my focal point. So it was always like, oh, I don't have a flat belly. Oh, no matter what food I eat, uh, oh, whatever. So it became like the problem area, you know? Mm. And it was interesting to watch over the years, like how that just the intensity of the invention of the judgment and how mm -hmm. it progressed and how it became so intense because it was never real to begin with. <laughs> yeah. And you have to work hard to maintain it. And then you end up like projecting that on your body or whatever it is that you're judging and creating that and it's <laughs> we're we're powerful mofos yeah amazing <laughs> I remember I was in a class one time with Dane and I think I had to like I don't know I think I yawned or stretched my hands one of the first classes I went to and he was like oh show me your belly button and I was like oh my god like you know but it was so funny because he showed me the energy of like the joy with with like with bodies and I was like oh this was never my point of view yeah. Like this was never a problem area for me. I just invented it. Yeah. And, and it's all, it's also like, you know, it's not real. Yeah. Like yeah. you're somewhere where, you know, like you were, you were just inventing this. Yeah. It's so, real, but really, yeah. if you look at the judgments you have of your body right now, like, is that, is that real? Like, do, do you really have that judgment or where did you actually invent that? Cause it's like, if you actually sat with him and be like, okay, like, do I really have a big belly? You know, is it really mm -hmm. like, you know, and got really pragmatic with yourself, you know, or even the stuff you tell yourself like that, you know, you're not, you're not sexual or you're not orgasmic. If you actually got present with that and actually challenged the shit that goes on in your head, you actually might start to get into what's true about you. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to ask you, how do you, how do you work with that? Like, how, like, you know, what you've done with those judgments, like once you realize, I mean, when we've, you know, access consciousness is an, an amazing tool, like body of work, you know, huge body of work for um, really looking at how judgment operates in all areas of our lives and how we function from judgment and the world functions from judgment and what that, you know, creates and, and diminishes really. Um, so so what did you, 
how, how have you worked with that? Like when you realize that you just invented that judgment, then, I mean, I know some of what you just said is brilliant. Like just get present with it and be like, is this actually true? Um, what else, like what other tools? Well, have I you also think like the, no, the first thing too, was like that I had to like, you have to like, stop comparing yourself to other people, like stop looking at other people, you know? Cause it was like, it was always like, oh, well, I don't look like that person. Like, and it, and it could be like a physical thing about your body, but you know, you're talking about the hedonism of living. And like, mm-hmm. one of the things, you know, growing up, I always felt like um, that other girls were more sexual than me, which, you know, like, I don't know how it was like for you growing up, but like, where it was always like, you know, there was always like that person who was talking about all the sex they had and all the orgasms. And then you always felt very inadequate next to them. <laughs> You all thought that everyone probably else. the least sexual person in the mix, right? <laughs> you always thought like all these people were having all these amazing orgasms, and you were like, "Oh, I don't really orgasm at all, so I must, I must not be orgasmic." And that's where yeah. you start killing like the these like like you said these or these energies that allow you to create your life, and now you have this joy of living because you start saying, "Well, I don't look my belly isn't like Britney Spears or." I'm not having the orgasms this girl is talking about, or I'm not having the kind of sex they're talking about. And you start comparing and judging yourself based on other people, what other people are saying. And a lot of what other people are saying is not even true yeah. or not ruined. Yeah. Um, and I remember, I actually remember being out one night dancing with actually Susanna Mittermeier. And um, we were in, an, you know, she came to Ireland to do a class. And the next day in class, I said something to her about not, not, being orgasmic and she was like are not ha-. i said to her like oh like i haven't because i actually i went through a good few years where i didn't actually copulate with anyone like i had no sex and i said something to her about that because i again i had a judgment of that that i wasn't you know that i wasn't being orgasmic because i wasn't copulating mm. she's like i saw you dance last night you were having sex <laughs> energy i was with my body so i was yeah. like oh oh okay so i have that energy with my body when i move but then I judge me for not being like everyone else because I'm not out having copulation. Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm so glad you just, you brought that up because that is, that is one of the places where we really, we just so diminish what our bodies are capable of, you know, and, and the reality that we have with our bodies, um, because we think it has to look a certain way. And I would say for me too, like movement has always been really orgasmic for me, like any, and it can actually be any kind of, like, it doesn't even have to be dancing. Like it can just be like moving around my kitchen, you know, like I'm, I'm just, and I, you know, we both facilitate movement and I facilitated movement, you know, pretty full time for like 13 years. And, um, and was always like, my whole focus was like, get like being really with your body while you're moving, you know, and facilitating other people to do that and doing that myself. And I'm so grateful for that. Cause it's, I, th- I would say a capacity that I've always had, you know, th- that I came in with when I, when I was born, um, but also something that I've really developed over time. And I didn't actually realize that that wasn't a reality for other people. <laughs> you know, I was like, wait, what? Like, it feels really good to have a body and like move and, you know, like even when I'm brushing my teeth, I can like feel my muscles and my ribs and, you know, like, is that, wait, what? (laughs) It's fun, you know, but yeah, no, that's not most people's realities with 
Well, I wonder though, it's like interesting because you said you came in with this, you said I came in with this capacity and then I de I developed it, you know, but like, I always wonder about that too. Like, I was like, don't all bodies want to move? Like, yeah, I was like, at one time I was like, do I have a point of view that all bodies should move? Because I was like, don't all bodies want to move? Like, you know, and, um, but if you look at like kids, like before they start, you know, being, doing judgment, like probably what, before the age of three, two or three like they they move a lot like even yeah. take like you as a three-year-old did you did you lie down all day like, I never I, stopped moving <laughs> yeah I mean is there three-year-olds who stay still all day like I I don't know I don't think yeah. so but no, I don't think that's no. like so I wonder how much do all bodies have an ability and a capacity with movement and then like you said some of us develop it and some of us don't you know yeah, yeah. Um, Totally. That is always yeah. my question too. Like, do all like, you know, because people are like, oh, I don't like to do this and I don't like to do that. I'm like, oh, is that really like, is that just your point of view or is that just do? And I know bodies do have a preference for different types of movement. Like you love, mm -hmm. you know, different types of movement and it changes. Mm -hmm. Like you evolve over time. Yeah. But I also wonder that too, like if we, if all bodies have an ability and capacity with movement and is it just up to us to actually listen to our bodies? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, bodies are like the design of the body is to move, you know, and I used to, when I, when I facilitated movement, I, I taught this body work called Nia. Um, <laughs> and, um, and there were all these like different, really cool kind of like principles that we would study and teach. And one of them was there was the body's way and your body's way. And the, the body's way is like, kind of understanding the dynamics of movement in the body and that we have like, you know, 13 main joints. If you count the spine as one, although it's a lot of different joints, but um, we have a lot of joints, we have a lot of different muscles and there's this like infinite combination of things that you can do with all your joints and your muscles in terms of how you move them, you know? And, and that like, if you, if you have an understanding of, how the body is designed to move. You can really start to play with that. And then also getting your body's way, like how is it that your body moves and that your body likes to move and enjoys movement. And I loved that because it was always like really, um, you know, like giving people, sometimes information can be helpful, you know? And so giving people information about movement and the dynamics of it and, and how to move that in a way that heals the body and strengthens and all that kind of stuff. And then, and then it's like, so now what's true for you and what's true for your body, you know? And, um, I, the pleasure that's available with that is like, I like to me, one of the greatest things about having a body. Well, I think, yes, yes, definitely. Like I can't imagine not being able to move like, I don't think I'd want to be here for that, but yeah. Um, so one of the things like I love about like um, like Nia or any of those forms of movement, like ecstatic dance, five rhythms. One of the things I loved about it was that it was an invitation to move in whatever way my body desired to move, but also that it was breaking through any patterns that I created in my body of this is how I dance or this is how I move. And I notice a lot of people go, oh, I just like to go walking or I just like to do this. And this mm -hmm. is how I like to do movement. And I'm always asking and discovering, 
even in the dance, because I can even in the dance go, oh, this is how I dance, you know, and this is how I move my hips. Like it just becomes this body memory thing where yeah. this you have a memory of how your body moves and then that's the way you move. But I love to explore like, okay, body, show me a type of movement or a wave movement that we've never done before. And it may be like just like something very slight and different, but it's like breaking through that pattern of, oh, I've never done this before. Oh, I didn't know you could do this. Cool. Thanks, body. Like, and breaking out of because it's also for me, movement is a great example of what's going on in your life. Yeah. And it's like, you know, when I facilitate movement classes, a lot of times, like I say to people, like change direction, like go in a different direction. Like you get you get stuck and you go in the same direction or you have like this is my safe zone. You know, mm -hmm. these are the movements I make because these are the movements I know. And it's like, we don't want to actually, like, what would it take to actually explore something different, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That it's such an amazing way to get into, like, to create different energetic realities in our body and pathways and all of that. And, um, and yeah, I mean, our bodies really do love variety. Like I, I have been really into ice skating lately and, um, just did like, um, my favorite coach is in Seattle and I was in Seattle for a week. And so I did lessons with her every day. I was like, I want to, I want to like eat up my you know time with her that I can, that I have available. So I did six lessons with her in a week and I skated like an hour and a half every day. And then one day I was like, I'm going to stay extra. And I skated two hours. And by the end of the week, my body was in a lot of pain. <laughs> And I was like stretching and soaking in the hot tub and getting on the foam roller and, you know, but I came home and I, I couldn't skate for a while. And, and it was, it wasn't just sore. It was like, Ooh, like that's the beginning of an injury, even kind of a feeling, you know? Um, and it was so cool because my body has been, I've just been like, okay, body. So it like, if this isn't wrong and, and I'm not wrong and, you know, like what's available here? Like, what are you showing me? And it's been just asking for different, like more circular movements. And I've been doing different kinds of yoga and just getting more body work. And, and it's really cool. Cause I, I love how those, like our body can actually show us what we're, it's like, what it is that we're asking for, you know? And, um, and like, I'm, I'm always asking for my body to be greater every day. And I know that it can, and it does, and it will. And that's something that just completely fascinates me. Um, and this is a way that my body recently has shown me. It's like, cool. So here's what I'd like to have more of, you know, for, for now, like some more body work, different kinds of body work and like different kinds of movement. And maybe you don't ice skate every single day, you know, and maybe you, and then even like when I, I went, I skated today and it was like, I was like, okay, body, show me like, what do you got? What do you know? Like, what do you want to do? You know, my body's like, let's just play. Like, let's just, instead of like trying to like improve every time I go, you know, like let's, let's play, you know? So it's amazing how much, um, how much we can receive from our bodies if we're willing to listen and so yeah. many that's just one example but yeah and I also find too like not listening to my points of views you know because <laughs> it's like you have so many points of views of what you do and don't like yeah and they're all just your points of views yeah. they're probably not even your points of views they're probably someone else's points of views that you made yeah. yours and for ages my body was asking for a weight weight training and I had all these points of views about the gym mm. which I'm still not the biggest fan of the gym 
And I went to the gym a couple of times. My husband even signed me up on his membership. And I say I went like a couple of times in one year. And it was okay. But what I so I started asking my body, body, show me like like a way that we can do this that would be fun. And so there is this class um at the yoga center where I do where I go to yoga. Um, but it's infrared hot yoga, but then it's also like there's a, a yoga fit class they do, and it's not yoga at all. It's totally like dumbbells, burpees, like all this stuff. And I love it. Like I love it. Oh my god, I love it so much. And it's so amazing because um like it, it, it was the energy I was looking for, like with the weights and doing the weight training and strength mm-hmm. and getting stronger in my body. And mm-hmm. um, but it's in a way that it's fun for me. So it's yeah. in the environment that I like, you know, it's in the yoga studio with the music, you know, and it's in that space, it creates space for me. And, and then I also joined um, down the road here, there's like a, it's kind of just like a slash fitness, like they do all, you know, like, you go in and their classes so I figure I realize I like classes like I like going in where there's a trainer and and teaching a class and it's so interesting to watch the a lot of the other people in class like hate it Mm. you know like they're doing it and like they're pushing through and they're like you know like you can all you I I can be I have to be aware that I'm really aware when I'm there (laughs) be aware of their points of views and what they're doing and they're pushing their bodies and they're doing a lot of it from judgment from they need to be different or they need to lose weight or they need to whatever I can hear the need when I go in and I have to like remember Amy we like this you know yeah I start like I'd be doing like like the burpees with a smile on my face (laughs) And it's like staying in my reality and not buying into their reality. And, you know, you talked about like the pain in your body, like, and even if I get pain, like, uh, like also first off, like return to sender, mm-hmm. look at such, anywhere I'm trying to heal any of the other bodies. And then another piece that really helped me too was Glenna Rice pointed out to someone in class one day, like, so you're going to the gym, you're working out, you're doing exercises you've never done before because you want to get a stronger body and now your muscles are hurting. That's part of what you've asked for. Your body's going to be doing what it asked for. You know? Totally, totally. So when I get the pains in my body, I'm like, okay, okay, we're creating what we asked for, you know? And enjoying that and not make, like you said, not judging it, not making yeah. it, and being aware when your body wants to go and not do that workout or go for a massage or whatever. Yeah. But I have to also be very aware of other people who project their judgments onto you of what you're choosing. And I was even around, you know, with two friends one day and I said, and, and they do access, you know, but they still have points of views. And yeah. I something about going to these classes and the both of them were like, ooh, yuck. And I was like, oh, like, and, and then I'm like, oh, like, but for them, that's horrible. Yeah. But for me, it's not. And so you have to really, I think you have to get really clear with you and not buy into other people's points of views. Yeah. They're just points of views. Yeah. Yeah. not even real <laughs> totally <laughs> yeah and and if you're listening to this and you this is maybe your first exposure to access consciousness um we have an amazing tool and it is i mean amy just mentioned a lot of them but um but who does this belong to or you can also ask is this mine because so often we're so aware of the thoughts the feelings the emotions the energetic realities the physical realities of people around us And we're so aware and our bodies are so aware that we take them on as if they're ours. Like you might be feeling something that isn't your feeling. It's somebody else's feeling, or you might have something going on in your body that it might be your body's awareness of somebody else, or maybe you're healing somebody else. Um, 
So there's all these ways that we take on the stuff of other people and our bodies take on the stuff of other people. And it's just awareness. Um, and, but it's, it's one of, you know, it can also be one of our body's ways of, of showing us a different possibility. Um, but asking, is this mine? Is this even mine, you know, or who does this belong to? And like Amy said, return to sender. So, oh, it's not mine. I'm going to return this to sender. Um, meaning just like, let it go back to whoever I bought it from, you know, and, and it doesn't, I don't, I can acknowledge that I'm just aware, you know, this isn't, it's not something you have to, cause you can't actually handle other people's stuff that you're aware of. You can handle how you deal with your awareness of it by acknowledging that you're aware, <laughs> but you can't like change it for other people. Other people have to choose to change it themselves. Yeah. And the thing is most people in gyms or workout classes or whatever are doing the, doing it to get a result. Like they're going there to get the result. They said they decided they need to get with their body, but like what, where's the joy and where is the joy in movement with that? Yeah. And it's like, what if you were the one person in there who was choosing from the joy of movement? Like, are you willing to be that different? Yeah. And, and that is are, such a yeah. gift to the other bodies too. I mean, really such a gift to the other bodies, like, and people don't even have to know what's going on cognitively, but you start to sh like, when you're being that you start to show with your body, the bodies that are willing to receive a different possibility, you know, and, and bodies have a consciousness of their own, like they're, and, and we don't realize that, like, we think we need to overpower them and control them and, you know, make them, you know, turn them into whatever we've decided they need to be, <laughs> you know, instead of like, oh, wait, my body has its own consciousness. It has like so much awareness and Hey body, what's up? You know, yeah. what you know? <laughs> like what's true for you? <laughs> yeah. And even like, uh, like I remember like I'm not the best at like memorizing dance routines like that's why I just do a lot of like free flow dancing like but I did go to this class like uh it was like this burlesque kind of heel I don't know I think it was like sexy flirty burlesque dance class and the teacher like taught moves but like um I like what I just asked my body like to duplicate like the moves but not like what her body was doing like not duplicate her body but I was like okay body can you just duplicate that Mm. like the like the routine she was showing us and it became a lot easier so even like whatever movement like if the teacher is demonstrating I ask okay body can you duplicate the movement mm. um, and then actually just ask my body to show me you know the that rather than me trying to like learn it or get it right like yeah. you know yeah I do that a lot with my coach in Seattle, yeah. my, my skating coach. And that's why I love her so much. Cause she, her body has, it functions similarly, you know, and, and my body learns from her body. Um, and so it's so cool when we're, when I'm with her, it's like, or even when I'm not like today, I was like, okay, so, you know, like, what do you know about what Heidi knows about this? Like, just, you know, asking these questions while I'm ice skating, you know, um, and, and, you know, like seeing her skate in my head and then just getting the energy of that and then being that and doing that. And it's amazing how, like how much ease we can actually create with our bodies when we're willing to function from these crazy tools with them.
Yeah, I found that when I listen to people's heads, I get really lost and <laughs> and confused and don't know what I'm doing and feel stupid and go into the judgment of myself. Like even like if a teacher's like do this and then and I, if I go into their head, forget about it. But if I actually go, okay, don't go into their head, ask your body to duplicate the movement they're showing you. It's a lot easier. <laughs> totally. Oh my gosh. Like for everything that's, that is a very important tool. Don't go into somebody's head. Don't do it. Don't do don't it. Do it. Don't, you'll get lost in there. Get lost. <laughs> and then you'll get lost in your own head too. And it won't be fun. Yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> Yeah. That's one of the things that I love about bodies so much is that it's such an easy way to get out of our head. You know, like when I'm, and I, I used to do somatic psychotherapy and, um, that was, that was what I did with my clients was get them into their bodies and into sensation. And that was, and then the body would, could like, it was this like incredible process of the body, like guiding them through their body, showing them where the healing was, you know, whether it was like healing trauma or healing emotional stuff or physical stuff, like, like just, they would just be so present with their bodies that they would get, they would get to mindfulness. That was the word that we used at the time, but they would get to this space of mindfulness with their bodies and they, their brain would shut off. Yeah. You know? And then there could be all this unwinding and all this healing and all this awareness and, like just this massive gifting that the body is willing to do if we yeah. just get present with it. I love that you said that. Like, I mean, that's the whole reason I move my body to get me out of my head. And, yeah. and I mean, now it's and these days, thanks to access, I don't really have a mind. I don't have the racing mind I used to have, you know? So now <laughs> totally. I just more from the joy of movement and the joy of embodiment, like movement energizes me. Um, and it just gives me, you know, it's, I love it. Um, yeah. But back in, you know, early days when I, when I was, you know, going through whatever crazy world <laughs> times. And when I found five rhythms, it was um, five rhythms was the first way, the first like time where I actually was able to get out of my head and into my body with the movement and the dance and the letting go. And, um, and that's when I actually started to access like actually healing and getting in my body and actually actually starting to feel like me again and feeling in my body and a joy it changed and transformed me in so many different ways you know so yeah. I, I truly believe like that yeah movement and anything that gets you in your body it like it's profound you know yeah and I actually don't know how like you know you mentioned at the start I was like right recovery for you facilitator like all addiction like like you do not recover from an addiction unless you include the body like I don't know how you recover from anything unless you include the body yeah. Yeah, truly, or, or create anything, or, I mean, you know, I, there's a different reality that some people function from that is totally like neck up, you know, and it's like, and as we've seen in the world lately, the past couple of years, it's like that reality is dying a rapid death, you know, like it's not, it really doesn't work, you know, when you don't include the body and you don't ask and you're not present and you're, you know, like, Good luck with that, right? <laughs> you know, there's a line in um, embodiment, the body, the embodiment manual by Dr. Nain here, and it always sticks with me. And um, the line was, "Until we get the greatness of embodiment, we are going to keep coming back here." Mm. And I like that was like something that stuck out with me because it was like for so many, you know, for a couple of years, like I just wanted to get off this planet. Like I was like, "Just get me the fuck off here! I don't want to be here anymore." 
but I always had this feeling that like I would have to come back again in a way <laughs> so it's like, like no you can't it's, it's just you're gonna have to come back again so I, I, I had that sense of like well there has to be something then why why do I have to keep coming back and why am I still here there has to be something and that that's it like until you get the gift of embodiment and you know we do a lot of work with talk to the entities as well in our classes and it's like so many beings when they leave their body they want to come back again yeah they, they, yeah. they left their bodies yeah. and they're going to come back again so it's like there has to be a gift to embodiment why do we keep choosing it why do we yeah. keep back here you know that's brilliant I love that yeah <laughs> and then once you get it it's like it's fun yes I mean, it's really <laughs> I love it I'm like oh my gosh it's so great to get to play and explore and experience the world and the the beauty and the hedonism and the pleasure and all of that that it has to offer I mean I just yeah I, I'm a big fan of having a body <laughs> yeah it's always funny to me you know because uh, we do three day body class you know access body classes there's like a lot of different body classes you can go to and access and like you and me are always at body classes yeah you know and you see all like the people who love bodies come to body classes like and then so many people are like just dismiss the body classes you know yeah. and I'm like well, you have a body like what yeah. you know yeah. or they took one body class 10 years ago and I'm like oh my god I guess I got I got it really young that like I, that the body was the key like until you get like Dane said until you get the gift of embodiment like you will never be free yeah. and it's, it's so interesting because it's like people think, well, when I leave my body, I'll be free. And that's what we're sold from religion and from school and stuff, you know, and it's even I know growing up Catholic, it's like, oh, when you leave your body and you're dead, you'll go to heaven, like, you know, but actually heaven is with your body. Yeah, you know? yes, totally, totally, totally. That's so cool. I love we that. Be free when we're without a body, but actual fact, when you have, like you said, the joy of body and embody here with all and you access all these amazing incredible things then you're free yeah you know truly truly and there's so much that we can i mean this is like the beginning of a long conversation you know of of like so many tools and choices and possibilities for actually really having that sense of creating with your body and and the enjoyment of that freedom you know and you know, like I said, you know, for me, our body is getting greater every day, you know, like not, no such thing as aging, but actually your body getting greater every day, you know, and I, I love to play with that world, you know, and explore that with my body. And um, I was looking at your skin. And when you were talking about the ice skating, I'm like, no wonder you look so young. You're doing <laughs> fun for your body. And you're like, reverse aging <laughs> I am reverse aging I quite like it <laughs> yeah well, and I just want to say too to like anyone listening you know like if you are in a place where you don't like your body or you're struggling a lot with your body like get yourself to a bars class if you haven't yet get your bars run like you know I honestly didn't get the gift of my body really until I started getting my bars run and um, and, and I'm really, I have to say, like getting my bars run, getting body work done, getting body processes. We have this amazing, amazing body process that you learn in foundation class. It's called MTVSS. I had that run nearly every week on me for the first six months that I found access. Mm. And then I went on and did like a three-day body class. Um, but like, I remember like waking up in the morning and actually like feeling my skin for the first time ever, you know, because I was so in my head, like getting running, like 
racing through the world with my head. But I have to say, like, access the bars, the body processes, the body classes really bring you so present with your body and actually can start inviting you to the greatness of embodiment if you don't have that yet, you know? Totally. It is possible for everyone. It, it is, it is. And it's not, a, there's not even a destination either. It's like an ongoing possibility yeah. always. Um, so bars, foundation, three-day body class, these are all access consciousness classes for those of you who are maybe just stumbled upon this podcast and you don't, you're not familiar with access consciousness. Um, the three-day body class does have a prerequisite of the foundation. Um, and Amy is a three-day body class facilitator. And I'm, I just, once again, I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do, gonna it. do gonna it. Create it. Yeah. yeah. Why aren't you doing it? <laughs> I am. I know. I started, I started like seven years ago. It's a lot of prerequisites to become a three-day body facilitator. And I started seven years ago and I did like 20 classes and then I stopped. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, I stopped back on the horse. Yeah. And also like that, that thing too, of like, um, the, like, and, and with the movement, then it's also like, what if you actually start to look at, okay, what can I choose today from the joy of movement and body show me, and you could even just get up in the morning and like pot and pock, like destroy and uncreate all your conclusions about every type of movement in the world. Yeah. And then ask your body to show you. Yeah. And pot and pock. If you don't know what that is, it's yeah. a, the access consciousness clearing statement. You can go to the clearingstatement.com to find out more about that. We don't, we won't dive into it right now, but, um, but yeah, just letting go of all of your conclusions about all of it and, and let your body show you a different possibility. Well, that, sorry, I just wanted to say that piece to let your body show you a different possibility. I did not like, I didn't even know what a three day body class was header. I found access and I saw like a picture of like, you know, someone on a table, someone else being worked on it, like basically an image for three day body. And I was like that, I'm that I need that. I don't know what that is, but I need that. And I yeah. saw a body class and I knew I needed body work. Yeah. That was my body showing me. Yeah. You know, and I, and I didn't listen to my head. I had every reason in the world not to go. I didn't have the money, you know, I had no way of creating money at the time. And then I found out I needed foundation first. And I was like, oh, okay. But I, I, I had lots of limitations, but I kept going and I kept choosing it in a way. And yeah. it's like, what if your body can show you like yeah. what it requires to create a greater possibility? Yeah, yeah. I, I actually um, do have a class that I do called Body Show Me. Um, and we're, we're doing a version of it coming up in mid or January 10th, I think it starts. Um, and I'm actually going to be writing a body book. Um, I have a really, like, I have so many tools and just things to share of my journey of actually having like pretty severe health problems when I was uh, in high school and college and pretty um, sick all the time and all kinds of crazy stuff going on with my body. And then my journey of healing it and, and bringing in the access tools and creating something totally different. Um, so I'm writing a book about that and, um, we're going to write it basically kind of write it as like through this class and with this class. So it's sort of a special edition of body show me. It's, um, a lot lower price point than it usually is. We just want lots of bodies to be there and contribute and really exploring that reality of our bodies showing us what is actually available, what is possible, what they know, what they desire, how they can become greater, how we can become greater. 
Um, so a really, really fun conversation. Oh, but sign me up when we start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's January 10th. Yeah, I um, love that. that yeah, that's so, great. Like body show me for everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah. 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 So, um, anybody interested in that, um, the link is heathernichols.com slash body show me. Um, and Amy, can you let them know where they can find you for body classes and all kinds of other good stuff? Yeah. And um, you can go to my website. It's www.amyshine.net. And, and all my classes are listed there. I have a three day body. The next one, actually, I'm going to Egypt. If you've any listeners cool. in in February, and then um, I know we're going to. I'm going to Michigan in April, and um, mm. more added soon. But yeah, awesome. uh, thank you for having me on. I love talking about bodies and movements. I know. <laughs> thank you so much. This is great. It's so like packed full of amazing tools and yeah, yeah energies and all that. So, yeah, thanks everybody for listening, um, and um, we'll put all the links in the show notes as well. Um, yeah. How much fun can you have with your bodies and um, what else is possible? We'll see y'all next time. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me for the creation of living podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it and leave me a review. If you would like more, you can find all kinds of resources and upcoming events at heathernichols.com. Until next time, remember, my beautiful friends, the world thrives when you do. Mm-hmm.